What's going on, everybody? Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Young, Black, and Opinionated. This is your host, Christina Royster, aka Miss Chris D. Make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you are listening and follow the YBO podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Have a great episode lined up for you today featuring a year canceled, the segment of the show where somebody gets canceled for a day, a month, a year, for life, whatever, because they were acting stupid this week. So stay tuned. Okay, folks, we're going to start with put y'all on as usual. If you're new to the show, this is the segment where I tell you my favorite thing of the week. It could be food, music, TV, doesn't matter. But today, it's definitely got to be food related. (laughs) I saw on Twitter, Barstool Sports tweeted out, it was kind of like a poll, kind of a questionnaire, which restaurant has the best bread in the game? And man, I got to tell y'all, I love me some carbs. I don't know if I shared this on the podcast, but a couple weeks ago, I tried to go gluten-free and I did it. I did it for seven days. I went a whole week, but I immediately had a bagel the next day because I just love bread. And when I saw this tweet, my mouth started watering. Some of the options were Red Lobster. You know, we love those cheddar biscuits. Olive Garden, mm, those garlicky breadsticks. Cheesecake Factory. Cheesecake Factory has that nice, like, whole wheat bread with the butter, mm, that cold butter on that warm bread. Um, and then we, Texas Roadhouse was definitely on the list with that cinnamon sweet butter. Oh, my God. And finally, um, I think Outback was on that. You know how Outback just gives you a whole loaf and you just cut it yourself. So which one would you guys choose? I just, I just dream about bread. I, I, sometimes I think to myself, like, if I was on a desert island... All I would want is bread and butter and some water. Like, I just love bread and butter. Oh, my God. Sometimes th- that's the meal. You go to Olive Garden, you could just have the salad and the breadsticks and leave. <laughs> it's so good. Mm, I don't know. If I had to choose right now, like, if I had five seconds to choose, I would just go with, um, I would go with Cheesecake Factory. I love, like, I love fresh Italian bread with butter. But Texas Roadhouse, on the on the cinnamon butter alone, Texas Roadhouse would definitely be either one or number two. So that is my put y'all on this week. I'm just talking about carbs. In fact, I saw that, you know, over the pandemic, a lot of people were baking bread and some articles were saying like, is the zero carb diet out? You know, there's a lot of studies out there. Carbs aren't that bad for you, blah, blah, blah. It's all about moderation. All right. Like me and my friends right now, we're doing this exercise challenge and I'm like, all right, if I exercise, I can still eat this. And that's not really how it works, but (laughs) that's how I make it up in my mind. Like, all right, if I exercise, I can still have bread. So look, we're in a pandemic still. This is like month 200. So eat whatever you want. All right, let's get into today's news, shall we? Um, First, I wanted to talk about Kamala Harris. So Kamala Harris, as we know, has been nominated as our vice presidential nominee for the Democratic Party. And now I, I don't even know where to start. OK, so Kamala has been seen in multiple videos stepping off the jet in her Converse, in her Tims. And that's cool. I don't care. I, I literally said I tweeted this. I don't care if she had on some sneaker heels from 2009. I don't care what the fuck she's wearing. We need to vote Trump out, period. Other people are taking this stance like, oh, Kamala's pandering for the black vote wearing Tims. Those aren't even real Tims. They're not even the Yuttas. Shut up. Shut up. Like, really? That's your main focus right now? You're not going to vote because... So, some girl tweeted, 
I'm in PR. I know exactly. I, I work in PR. I know exactly what Kamala's doing. Okay, and like so do the rest of us. She's trying to act cool. She's trying to get the black vote. She already has my vote. And next. Like y'all are really tripping over some shoes. I cannot stand it. So leave Kamala alone. Who who cares if she wears Converse? Who cares if she wears Tim's? We we need to focus on the task at hand. And that leads me to my next point. Celebrities like LeBron James are doing their part. LeBron James, we know that he started um, his, I don't know what you want to call it, platform movement back in, I think it was June. He launched more than a vote. And, you know, he had a collection of his fellow athletes and artists backing him. This organization is, you know, to make sure that people are getting registered to vote and they sign up to stay informed. And so now they just put out this cool ad in partnership with the NAACP. More than the vote, more than a vote and NAACP launched a recruitment ad for election poll workers. So job well done, um, LeBron James, putting that money to use, putting your voice to use. Um, This campaign aims to recruit polling workers in really vulnerable states that are prominently African-American in Alabama, Florida, Georgia, Michigan, Mississippi, Ohio, Texas, and Wisconsin. And um, I think this ad is going to play during one of the playoff games, if I'm not mistaken. But yeah, this is just a prime example of people doing everything they can to use their voice to get people out there to vote. And this, the um, commercial actually has a voiceover from Portland Trailblazers uh, athlete CJ McCollum. And he has a quote in there that says, we got to take advantage of the moment of the momentum to protect our power, be the vanguards of our voices. I'm so tired of people talking about, oh, I'm not picking for either candidate because they're, I'm not, they're both evil whatever like what do y'all even have against joe biden well no let me let me stop let me stop myself because at first i was a little iffy about joe biden because he do have you know those sexual assault claims kind of lingering in the background so i'm not really sure what to make of that but this is it y'all i don't think y'all are taking this election seriously i mean look at the man in the white house and look at his response to the pandemic that hasn't taught you anything I'm confused. Anyways, um, you know, speaking of all this, the pandemic, police brutality, voting, uh, that kind of leads me into a segue into my next topic, uh, Breonna Taylor. So this week, Breonna Taylor's family received a $12 million wrongful death settlement. And that's awesome. I am happy because, first of all, a lot of people don't win wrongful death suits or wrong wrongful conviction suits so for a a family to win on behalf of a black female that says a lot I think this is the most monetarily this is probably the most the biggest settlement that I've ever seen for a black female so I'm happy for the family but we all know that money cannot replace Brianna money cannot bring her back it helps but it and and also, I don't really know the rates. Like, do people who win these settlements, do they actually get the money or is it kind of just a formality? You know, I don't know about that because a lot of people, they um you, they get grievance pay, but on paper they get it. But I don't know if they actually ever see it. So anyways, I think that 
is an awesome win for them, but we still have not seen those cops arrested. So is it really a win? I mean, I think two of them are on leave and one got fired. Why weren't they all fired? I don't want anybody getting pay while Brianna Taylor's Brianna Taylor is dead and I don't want her killers to keep getting paid on taxpayers dime. So I'm sure her family feels the same way. They would rather them get arrested than get this $12 million settlement. Um, and I recently saw that her boyfriend who was there that night that she got shot finally spoke out. And um, it's just a terrible, terrible situation. And it, it kind of, it kind of reminds me of the fact that, okay, it's September now. What happened with Ahmaud Aubrey's case? What happened with George Floyd's case? Do we know anything? It's like people hoot and holler in the moment. And now a couple months later, we don't really know what's going on with it. So if you were to ask me the question, like, how do you feel about Breonna Taylor's settlement? I would say that's great. I'm happy that they got a settlement, but I still need justice to be served. And um, I'm still praying for that family because, I mean, the fight is not over. While we are fighting for justice for Brianna and George and Ahmad. Other people are still dying. I'm sure you guys heard the story about the young man in Utah who um, his mother called the police for a mental health crisis and he ended up getting shot. This is why we don't need police taking these kinds of calls. We need psychologists going on these types of calls. We need mental health professionals going on these types of calls. We need to just completely reimagine the police force. But that's another topic for another time. Um, let's see, what else do I have on my list this week? A little bit of trashy gossip. Let's get into Cardi B. So Cardi B has officially filed for divorce from offset of the Migos. Um, there were some rumors that he had a child outside of their marriage, but that is not the case. Cardi has deaded those rumors. She shut that down. I honestly got to tell you, I'm happy for her because... I can't even believe that they were married this long. I didn't think it was going to last this long, to be honest. They've been married for three years, and uh, they're calling it quits. I'm not sure the reason why. I didn't really do my research. I just heard the news, and I came on here to talk about it to y'all. Because as a fan, you want more for Cardi. You want more for all women. I hate to see, I, I hate to see my favorite artist or even my best friend to go through a situation with a deadbeat guy. And I'm sure he's a great father. He's been a great father. But as a husband, it doesn't seem like he's been the best. There's been plenty of public rumors about him cheating on Cardi. So I think it's about time. Now, what is a single Cardi B going to look like? I have no idea what what that might look like. Um, I'm sure we're going to get some more nasty songs. If y'all thought WAP was nasty, wait until... Well, who knows? You know, some of your favorite celebrities, they put out these nasty songs, but really they're just rapping about their spouse. So who knows? But um, it's crazy because I was just listening to Be Careful the other day. And that was never really my favorite song from Cardi because it was just kind of sad. It was kind of desperate. Like, I, I just, I just, as a woman, I don't, I'm tired of fighting to show a man my worth. Either you see it or you don't. And Cardi had to like prove herself to offset and clearly it was not enough. And this just goes back to the fact that I think I've said on the podcast before, Everybody get cheated on. Beyonce got cheated on. Cardi B got cheated on. You can have the best ass, the best tits. It does not matter. You can have the most perfect personality. Everybody cheat. So <laughs> not to bring the mood down, but I'm just saying like, I really wish the best for Cardi. Um, 
And in fact, I just heard a radio interview from her a couple weeks ago about how she was looking forward to having a second child with Offset. I hope she's not pregnant now because that would be devastating. So shout out to Cardi B. I hope that she is doing well. And it's just your life. I promise you, your life just elevates when you get rid of that kind of negativity. Not to call Offset a negative person, but if you're in an unhappy marriage and you get rid of that, divorces are hard. I mean, on the... I'm the product of divorced parents, but they'll be all right. I think they'll be all right. Offset, I don't care who he dates next. He has like four baby moms, doesn't he? So who cares? But Cardi, I wish her well. Now let's move on to another celebrity, Wendy Williams. I heard some interesting information about Wendy Williams on the radio. This is why I listen to the radio, because I hear things that I don't always see online. So Wendy Williams, I think she was doing an interview with Seth Meyers, if I'm not mistaken, and he was talking about, like, what are you doing during quarantine? And she said that one of her neighbors, like, takes showers with the blinds open so she can see through his window. But I guess she can't see that well because she uses binoculars. So she basically admitted to being a peeping Tom. She literally said, sometimes I peep, sometimes I Tom. And the conversation around this admission from Wendy was just the fact that, like, this first of all, this is illegal. Second of all, it's gross. It's disgusting for you to be looking at your naked neighbor taking showers with binoculars. It, it, you know, if you just happen to look out the window, you see your neighbor naked. All right. And in human nature, you might be interested. You might look. But to grab binoculars, that just crosses the line. And Wendy Williams has always just been a little odd to me. I don't know about you guys, but she's just always been weird to me. And this just takes the cake. Like, what are you doing? And why would you admit that? And so that brought up the conversation of the double standard. Like, if that was a man who admitted in an interview that he looks at his naked neighbor through the window with binoculars, he would be in jail. And we have to hold women accountable. I'm sorry, but... And I, I, I think I talked about this on the podcast before. Katy Perry, she's pregnant. She's got a new album out. She's doing great. Everybody's loving it. I'm still a little iffy about Katy Perry because she did that weird shit on American Idol where she kissed that young boy and that was his first kiss. That's like assault. That's like, it it was an unwanted kiss. And I feel like when women do it, we kind of just brush it under the rug. But when men do it, we're in uproar. And I'm just like, hmm, if the roles were reversed, Wendy would be in jail. So I don't know if y'all, I never really watched Wendy Williams to begin with. I don't really watch the gossip shows like that. But I just want y'all to know that. I'm here, young, black, and opinionated, to let you know that Wendy Williams is a peeping Tom. And that's just the tea. That's just weird. It's so weird. All right, so another thing that I wanted to talk about was this remote learning situation. Um, As we all know, schools have opened up. Number one, this is, again, why we need a national... We need a national plan for this pandemic because... Other countries, they're out living their best lives. My, my cousin lives in the Netherlands, and she's just enjoying her time. No mask. I mean, I'm sure people are still trying to social distance, but for the most part, they're back to normal. Our lives are like halfway normal, half not. In New Jersey, restaurants are open again, but then you have uh, gyms at 25% capacity, and nobody's really checking that. Literally, I started going back to the gym let me tell you guys, I started going back to the gym. When you go to the gym, they take your temperature and then they ask you three questions. You know, have you been around anybody with COVID? Do you have COVID? Are you feeling any symptoms? 
The first day when I went back, she was thorough. Then the second time, the lady was like, yeah, 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 check, check, check. She didn't even ask me the questions. The third time I went back, the guy didn't even ask me the questions. He just took my temperature and signed it for me. And I'm like, all right, so you guys clearly aren't being thorough about this. But anyways, I bring this up because it's school time. The school year has started. We got some schools going back physically, some schools going back remotely. And I just saw on the news that a hacker, I think it was a New York class, hacked into a New York class and started streaming porn. That's messed up. That is so effed up. Why would you, number one, what do hackers gain? Is it for entertainment? Is it for sport? Or are you a pedophile? Why would you start streaming porn in a classroom setting? It just doesn't make sense to me. And it just opens up another can of worms. Like you think that you're safe from the virus by doing remote learning, but there's so many other problems in remote learning. And I don't know what we're going to, I don't know how we're going to make this last. The problem is these were supposed to be short term uh, fixes, These were not supposed to be permanent fixes. Now we're doing things like on a permanent basis. And it's, it's sad because we were supposed to fight the virus, not just embed it and bake it into our normal routine. That's the problem. Listen, man, I'm really praying for our students, our teachers, especially my mom. Like my mom is a 50 year old teacher. And sometimes we forget that they didn't grow up with all these internets and apps and everything that we have these days. My mom is like, my school's forbidding us from using Zoom and YouTube and we have to use Google Classroom. Not everybody wants to use Google Classroom. Like, I feel like we kind of just MacGyvered, you know, how to get by and now it's becoming a little more permanent. For me personally, I was using a hotspot for like four months and then when that started to die out, I was like, hey, I need some Wi-Fi. So luckily my job expensed it for me. But it's, we're just making it work, and it's just so hard. Um, so I'm really hoping that we make it out of this soon. At one point, I had started to feel a little tickle in my throat, and I was like, oh, my God, did I get COVID again? Apparently, there's only been four cases of people getting COVID twice, but you never know, because knowing my luck, let me knock on wood. Let me not even say that. I'm not even going to finish that sentence. <laughs> All right, so finally, let's get to your canceled. My year canceled this week, drumroll please, goes to Attorney General William Barr. Oh my God, this man put his foot in his mouth. First of all, you're canceled. You're you're canceled. I didn't even know who he really was before this, but you're canceled, sir. You're done, finito. Um, First of all, this man said that only 12 black people a year are killed by police. And also, Black Lives Matter is using these cases as props for a larger agenda. I'm sorry, but number one, that's false. Almost 250 black people died last year alone. And I'm sure it's more. I'm talking about the hands of police, mind you. I'm sure it's more this year than last year. Um, So I don't know where he got that figure. 12 black people a year died. That's false. Number two, black people are three times more likely to die from police encounters than white people. So I don't know what, where do you get off, sir? What the fuck are you talking about? And finally, Black Lives Matter using these cases as props for a larger agenda. You're you're right. You're you're right, William Barr. AG Barr, Black Lives Matter is using these st- case studies for a larger agenda. The agenda is defund the police, abolish the police. What are you talking about? You think they have some political gain from this? You think we like seeing black people die? No. So, AG Barr, 
you're fucking canceled. And another thing he said, he said that quarantine, because he's also an anti-masker, anti-quarantine. He said quarantine is the greatest intrusion on civil liberties since slavery. I had to turn off the TV when I heard that. You have to be out of your mind to ask people to stay in their house. We didn't even we didn't even fully ask people to stay in their house because you could still go outside. You can still go shopping. Unlike Italy, unlike other countries, we didn't even do a full lockdown. And you talking about we intruded on people's civil liberties? Get the fuck out of here. This is exactly why our country is on fire. Our country is a big ass dumpster fire right now because of the fact that we have people like this in leadership. Why are you the attorney general of the United States? I need answers, sir. So AG Barr, you're fucking canceled. And how many days do we have until the election? Less than 50? I need y'all to get it together because I'm sweating. Best believe I'm going to have a, a, a nice... Uh, 2020 election episode ready for y'all because I cannot. I'm just over this. Okay, that concludes another episode of Young, Black, and Opinionated. Make sure you subscribe wherever you are listening, Spotify, Apple, Anchor, what have you. And make sure you guys follow the YBO Podcast on Instagram and Facebook at the YBO Podcast. And if you feel like following me, my Instagram and Twitter are the same, Miss Chris D, M-I-S-S-C-H-R-I-S-D-E-E. All right, bye for now.